Welcome to 3 from the 7, Relics' weekly news podcast chronicling three of our biggest news stories from the past seven days. I am Relics Associate Editor, Rafaela Kenny Sincata. My friends call me Raf. And I am joined by the one, the only, standing at seven feet, four inches. That's right. Karina Reichman. Yeah. What's up, Raf? I truly don't know how tall you are, so I just threw a number out there. Let's call 5'6". Let's call 5'6". Five, five, six. solid. 5'7 on a good day. I walked around my whole life thinking I was 5'4 and found out I was 5'3, so. Well. We tough, all fall short sometimes. Tough breaks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> how are you, Karina? It's nice to have you back in the studio. It feels great. I'm feeling good, Raph. I'm doing uh, I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. Um, it's been a good week. I'm going to Colorado tomorrow, and I'm playing... Uh, I'm playing Fort Collins, Crested Butte, and Denver with Marco Benevento. So my fellow Colorado folks, if you're out there and listening. making eye contact across the room to our wonderful new video setup. you, and you, and you, (laughs) I see you. Put that joint down. Nah, don't. You're good. (laughs) I see you. Um, I'm coming. I'll see you there. Really looking forward to it. But, you know, it means uh, these weekend runs mean I get to be back in your presence a week from today. Truly hashtag blessed. Which is what we're looking forward to. So things are good. Things are great. Well, it's exciting. I mean, we have all these developments in the three from the seven worlds. We have our new Roadcaster Pro. Karina show. Yes. Karina gets to pull all the buttons. I get paid to urinate in people's ears. (laughs) Don't we all, (laughs) Raph? Don't we all? What's that, Trey? I get paid to urinate in people's ears. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, if you haven't seen Bittersweet Motel, it is truly the best documentary. You should probably watch that. That's Uh, the fish documentary. Yeah. Certainly. But, uh, so Karina's got plenty of buttons to play with, which I'm sure you will hear all of them. And our beautiful Roadcaster Pro. I'm sure that's exactly the intention they wanted when they sent it to us. Exactly. And you know what they say, <laughs> yo, 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 it's the Roadcaster Pro. So, uh, uh, And thanks to our pal Josh Rowe, as in yo, 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 it's Josh Rowe for programming the Roadcaster Pro. So feeling great about that. Yeah, exactly. And then in addition, so we got the Roadcaster Pro. We have our beautiful video set up. So now people can both hear us, watch us. It's an audiovisual experience. And we have an Instagram now, Karina. Oh, Raph. At number three from the number seven. So like numeric three, numeric seven. Follow us on Instagram. I'm. We're going to do our best to keep the people updated. And then it'll be fun because then you can like interact with us in the social media sphere or whatever. Right? I'm planning on going live from my hotel room at around 4 a.m. every night this weekend. So <laughs> it's the uh, first thing Karina said. You can just tune like, in. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to fully go wild and go live whenever. So, <laughs> so that means Christ. you have to follow three from the seven on Instagram. You're getting that hot content. I feel like it might be a great uh place for me to do all the stuff that I would never uh, post on my own Instagram. That's truly wild because you feel pretty unadulterated. Like, is that right? I mean, I think you go pretty wild on your Instagram, so now if this is like the unrated version. I feel like I'm always toning it down for the people. <laughs> this is like, news to me, Rap. I don't know what you're talking about. Karina, you never tone down for anyone, and that's why people love you. I have no... No nipple appearances on any of my Instagram posts, FYI. Well, Instagram would take it down anyway. Oh, good. Gotta free that hashtag free the nipple. There aren't the, yeah, you know? I feel like, you know, young feminist icons like King Princess and the like, they're always showing their nipples on the thing. Not that I'm trying to do that, y'all. I know. It's, no. We're coming in too hot on the first, the second video. 
Uh, I can't wait for the Instagram wrap. It's going to be great. We're going to have some really <laughs> swell content on there, and awesome. it's going to be great. And never forget. You get paid to urinate in people's ears. <laughs> so it's just a blessed living, and I'm, I'm really happy to be here and doing this. So our sound engineer, Will Schwerd, programmed some of that in addition to Josh Rowe. And I don't think he realized how often the paid to urinate in people's ears was going to be used just well, right off the bat. <laughs> you never know. It's going to happen. You gonna do one more? Uh, yeah, I was story? looking into. Uh... Yo, how about? Yeah, yeah. Your trip is short. There you go. Your trip is short. Basically, a late night set. It's going on for a while, but that's uh, that's okay. It's spooky. Well, in addition to the spookiness of the ghost, our first story of the week is a little spooky for us because it's about sports, which are not either of our forte, but the people dictate what we talk about. And two of the biggest stories on Relics this week were the Super Bowl, both Fish and the Grateful Dead were used as like intro, outro music. Karina, did you watch the Super Bowl? Is this anything you're even somewhat interested in? I did not watch the Super Bowl. (laughs) I swear I'm from America. Um... (laughs) Uh, yeah, you know, I had a dear family friend's birthday dinner to attend and it just all, it slipped away, Raph. It just slipped away. I'm not opposed to, uh, you know, watching a regular season football game here and there, but have I ever truly sat and watched the Super Bowl? Meh, maybe once or twice, but it's not, uh, again, not my forte. I'm, uh. What can I tell you? So who's, well, not to be like whose birthday was it, but assume, presumably this person didn't really give a shit about football either. She's a 70-year-old woman who, oh, wow. uh, you know, a friend of my parents and whatnot. So me and my parents and her, we went to Indochine. Uh, shout out to Indochine. And if we could uh, get some sponsorship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, fabulous restaurant. Been here for 35 years in Manhattan. Great place. And we went and we had a beautiful dinner celebrating her, you know, her birthday. It's wonderful. What kind of restaurant is it? It's like a Vietnamese restaurant. Mm. It is fabulous. I'll take you there one day. I'll take you there. Yeah, it's a family favorite. favorite. You and I haven't gone out to lunch until like, uh, since our first time we like hung out. If we wanted to see like if a podcast would work between us, Karina took me out for oysters and it was super dope. What are you going to (laughs) do? Took me out for one day. Never called me again. Never called you again. I've seen you every week. (laughs) All right, whatever. Fine. You never take me out anymore. I'll take you out next Wait, after the after the taping, we'll Sorry. go get lit on Mercury and uh, you know five valves. What? <laughs> the only other. <laughs> Absolutely, they're gonna regret giving me this toy. They're gonna regret it. Oh, Roadcaster Pro, you're so sweet. I like you. Very cool. Thank you. It's got all it lights up. It's got buttons and colors, and it's insane. So wait. What the hell are we talking about? Sports? sports. We're talking about sports. So yeah. in addition to Super Bowl, <laughs> she watched it. I did watch it. She's a normal person. Yeah, I mean, I ate a bunch of chicken wings and then went to Martha's Country Bakery in Williamsburg oh. and had a ooh delightful slice of cheesecake. So like that was my Super Bowl. I did um, throw a little money on a box or whatever. Did not win. Lost thirty three dollars. You live, you learn. Um, <laughs> San Francisco was hoping for them to win. Did not win. Tough break. Mr. Bob Weir was in attendance, which ties it back to our scene. Um, he was obviously cheering for the San Francisco 49ers. but the Kansas City Chiefs pulled it out. Uh, as I said, intro and outro music were the dead and fish, uh, which obviously excited a lot of people. My, I was hanging out with a big group of Relics friends, and the minute they did like a Bertha outro, all of us were like, yo! That's a big, I'm sad that I didn't watch it just for those moments. And uh, it was free in Character Zero otherwise yeah. for fish, right? Very so that's true. a beautiful thing. And actually one other funny thing about uh, the Super Bowl is, uh, so I showed up to this kind of Super Bowl watch thing in a tie-dye t-shirt being like, oh, okay, like, Go 49ers, go San Francisco, I'll wear like a dead shirt. Two other people there 
wearing dead shirts, tie-dyed, for the very same reason. And all three of us were like, look at us. Uh, are we to really believe that you guys wouldn't have been wearing those shirts regardless of That's a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say, Rav. I mean, come on. Karina, are you calling me a whoop? I'm just trying to say. <laughs> Most days, that's the getup, no? True. I mean, the and people. I did, I did sell myself out earlier where I was like, yeah, like I finally did laundry. And I was like just getting down to t-shirts just because. Like I was wearing clothes just because it was the only clean clothes I had. One of them being a wonderful tie-dye dead and company shirt. Well, what are you going to do, right, Rav? I mean, that's kind of, uh, that's the, the uniform around here. It is. There's so. a lot of tie-dye at Relics HQ. I will rarely see a tie but I always see ties. Hey, look at Thank that. You. Look at that. And when people wear ties around the office, I'm literally like, what, you go to court later? What are you doing? Ah, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on to our second story of the week. Dead, uh, sorry, Dark Star Orchestra's Jeff Matson will play two, count them, two Jerry Garcia guitars this month in San Francisco. He will be playing Jerry's alligator guitar as well as Garcia's acoustic Martin D28. Uh, super awesome experience for people to go and see Jerry guitars being played through dead music in San Francisco. Karina, have you ever been around a Jerry guitar? Is this like a, have you touched a Jerry guitar? I, I Only at the Met exhibit, you know, but never, no. Has it one ever crossed my actual physical, I'm touching this guitar path? No, not yet, but you know, there's there's hope still, yeah. I feel. Maybe. I saw the very same Met exhibit we've talked about on the pod before. Um, yeah, if given the opportunity, I think I've mentioned this before, if given the opportunity, I'd be hesitant to touch or play a Jerry guitar. It's a tricky, you know, there's obviously if you're a guitar player who's spent their life, you know, playing the music of the Grateful Dead and then you get that opportunity, I understand both jumping on it and also being a little recalcitrant. So, I mean, I think Jeff Matson's going to bring the house down with it. It's got good juju in it. Right? Of course. Um, Mr. Jonathan Healy, who is the video director for Daglo Ventures as well. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> I tried to hit applause for you, Healy. You see, you can't, you can't trust me with this thing. Karina's doing a live improvised set on the Roadcaster Pro. And it's just... applause. <laughs> That's the applause I wanted to give you, John Healy. Well, I'm about to sell him out, so I'm not trying oh, to give you applause. So all right. We, I interviewed him on the podcast when Karina was away a few uh, few months back now, I guess I would say. Um, but he, which he told me before, like, don't mention it on the podcast. He has played a Jerry guitar before, but chose to play fish licks on the Jerry guitar as like a troll. But he didn't want me to tell people, and I'm telling people right now. Yo, that is savage, Raph. You Dude, are he, savage. He tells people all the time, and then next thing you know, <laughs> he's like, yo, don't tell people about yo, that. Yo, yo, He's <laughs> like, Healy, you know my number. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> man. I'm sure he'll roast me for it later. It's all going to be great. You know what, Healy? That's your prerogative, bro. That's your prerogative. You can do whatever you want. It's a free country. <laughs> But uh, the alligator guitar, as well as uh, Garcia's Martin, were donated to the band for the evenings of February 14th and 15th from the guitar collector Andy Logan, who people know because he recently bought Alligator with a winning bid of $420,000. That is swell. That is a swell use of zeros. (laughs) Six figures. That's the best six-figure number I've ever considered. Oh, for sure. And the best thing is, like, imagine being in the auction house, and it's just, like, final bids, and he's just, like, $420,000. I would literally just, like, stand up and be like, nice. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Nice, bro. Nice. Uh, and the alligator guitar, of course, famously was played during Europe 72, so a historic guitar for Mr. Jerry Garcia. Good for you, Andy Logan. Yeah, Andy, Andy Logan. Andy Logan. You know what? I think I could be trusted again. Are you ready? There you go. Andy Logan, my man. Can applause for you. We should get him on the pod. I feel like he would be an interesting person to talk. To. <laughs> Let's call him today. We can Let's make some call calls. Call him up, dude. Andy, it's Karina. 
<laughs> What's that? Huh? You want me to play fish licks on your alligator? <laughs> we just had a sick Reba jam in my head. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, Andy Logan supposedly has a bunch of other Jerry guitars, a bunch of replica guitars. Um, sure, he's got a lot of cool replicas. stuff. He, like, he just has like a library of cool replicas and originals and loans them out to jam bands who want to play cool guitars, which... Bless his heart. Good work if you can find it, you know. <laughs> Oh, you know what else Karina's is good work Karina's if you can find it? Hey, to urinate in people's ears. <laughs> I think uh, that is good work if you could find it, as is urinating in people's ears, Raph. Amen. It's great. <laughs> as we move on to our third story of the week, Mr. Spike Lee is set to direct a film version of David Byrne's American Utopia Broadway show. I am incredibly stoked about this. I'm stoked that people are going to be able to consume this media that David Byrne so painstakingly created. Uh, the American Utopia show is absolutely unreal. I saw it at Forest Hills in September of, 2000, of 2018, September 2018 at Forest Hills. Uh, Karina, have you seen American Utopia? I saw this, but at the Panorama Music and Arts Festival. Okay, yeah. Years you ago. saw like the tour I saw. The tour, all. yeah, exactly. So that was essentially the same performance, but in a festival setting as mm-hmm. opposed to at, you know, their own show or whatever. Yeah. But I did see it, and of course it was, you know, exceeded expectations. Of course, and the Broadway show has been on Broadway since October of 2019. It's like sold out every night. I know tons of people are trying to get in there. So like I said, I'm glad that, I mean, that this film is being created anyway, and to have Spike Lee on board, it's really, really cool. And I know some people in the jam scene are probably thinking, Spike Lee, what a weird choice. Spike Lee... And uh, Bruce Hornsby have been very good friends for years and collaborated on film and music stuff. So Spike Lee knows what's up. Absolutely. He's in our little corner of the universe. And in the press release, David Byrne said, pinch me, uh, and this couldn't have worked out better for this project. So you know what? I say (laughs) David can decide exactly who he wants to, you know, have his hands all over, you know, this thing. So. And, uh, if, uh, you know, we're, I'm going to bring up fish always on this podcast. I know a lot of people were talking about, I know even myself, when I saw the fish New Year's gag, so much of it felt like American Utopia, the way the staging was, the way people kind of moved around, obviously the monochromatic or multi-monochromatic like, aspects of it. Um, did you feel that way? Did you kind of feel a similar thread between the fish New Year's gag and American Utopia? I mean, there, yeah, there's plenty of good reason to say that. Absolutely. Yeah theatrically and whatnot it makes a lot of sense and you know this little band called fish they cover talking heads quite a bit they sure do i mean you know if you're not inspired by david byrne who are you inspired by in this you know realm yeah who's more i don't know i've heard like one of the number one new york experiences is seeing david byrne ride his bike and i have yet to see it but i'm always keeping my eyes peeled well it could happen i went to you know, school with Malou Byrne, David Byrne's daughter, oh. who is a few years older than me. But there would be the very often David, you know, c- coming by on the bicycle and leaving. And I'd be like, holy shit. Would he pick her up on like a two-person bike? <laughs> <laughs> and she would like hop on back? I mean, that would be really cute. Right. I, I just remember I would see him coming on the bike and going on the bike. Helmet or no helmet? I don't believe there was a helmet. Maybe. I mean, with his hair. It was a long time ago. It's like these are, Karina, the life you lead, you're just like, yeah, I would see David Byrne all the time. I don't really remember. I mean, you know. <laughs> if I saw David I was, Byrne yeah. today, it would just burn into my psyche. I would be Actually, like, there he is. <laughs> on the same kind of, uh, you know, Upper West Side school, you know, thread, Spike Lee actually toured my school once and uh, it was in the era of like the razor flip phone you remember oh, the razor yeah, flip yeah, yeah, phone yeah, yeah. and i remember it i had one. Oh baby i had a pink one me too Yo! <laughs> so we had the razor pink flip phone and i was like i don't know i was in seventh grade or something i don't know and i was running around because everybody was like oh spike lee's touring the school today and i was like no way and i literally was like 
I don't know, in between classes, like crawling around, like trying to take a covert paparazzi photo of Spike Lee. And I think I got one on my Razor flip phone. Nice. Well, those Razor pictures last forever. So, so wonder where that so went. Glad. I never made a buck off that. <laughs> Who knew? It's like that Razor phone is just rotting in a dump somewhere. Totally. Oh my it's God. Like, well, at least it got to experience Spike Lee. That's so funny. We had the same cell phone. It's I remember great. I had a picture of that Razor phone on my MySpace page, Dude. which like I took an ad for the Razor phone I had and em- embedded it with HTML on my MySpace page. Which dates me enough, because people think I'm really young, but also, like, that I can, like, remember doing HTML on MySpace. Come on. That's a deep cut. That's, That's a deep, deep cut. cut. You, were you a MySpace girl? I had one, but I never really cracked the code. Like, I had it to, like, check out bands, and, like, my band had one mm. at, in eighth grade. That was, like, a thing. It's where you put your music <laughs> oh, yeah. when you were in eighth grade. Um, so that was good. <laughs> and I then never. very quickly it was Facebook. I never did no HTML and oh, shit like that. No. You did, did you have to do, change the background? Not e- like, I, I, a song <laughs> that plays when people. I probably did that. I never really cracked the code on it. I was an early Facebook adopter. <laughs> there was the politics of like the top five. Man, or the whole thing. It, well, yeah, right. No, I never got that. De- I'm telling you, I was just like, yo, this is my band's MySpace. <laughs> what? Which band was this? It was called False Arrest. Wow. And I believe it was MySpace.com slash The False Arrest in case uh, anybody would like to uh, <laughs> Google and hear some really well, choice I heard that cuts. like the MySpace archives got like deleted. Oh, good. <laughs> So all that hard work, gone. Good, perfect, perfect. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, I mean, it was great while it lasted. Were you on were you on vocals, or was it just lead guitar? Lead guitar, baby. Oh, baby. Actually, that's not true. Rhythm guitar. It's <laughs> my first band. Oh, man. Just, like, strumming that G chord. They strummed a lot of power chords. It was a punk band. It was my it was my first band. It was a nice. punk band. Good Why times. were you called False Arrest? Because there was an episode of... Great question, Raph. Uh, there was an episode I'm a bit of, of a journalist. There was an episode of Cops that I was watching and there was a gentleman in the back of the police car who was freaking the fuck out going false arrest false arrest victim assaulted victim assaulted and I thought that was hilarious um well not hilarious but I was like oh it's like this will come back to bite and then I said to my friends you know we should call the band false arrest Mm. and they were like great name Karina done so I named the band just love to imagine Upper West Side, seventh grade Karina, just casually watching cops in her space. That was great. I want y'all listen. <laughs> just like bad boys, bad boys. You don't get this screwed up from doing nothing. <laughs> it's like truly coming of age in reality television really messed a lot of people. Hey. Up, myself included. I mean, I watched a lot of real world in my day. God bless you. <laughs> I uh, when I would stay home sick from school, you know, at a very young age, there was Maury, and then mm. there was Jerry Springer. Oh yeah, and that'll fuck you up. Yo, that'll really fuck you up. Don't everybody now? There's all these parental controls. People know what their children are doing. It's a whole thing. Back in my day, I mean, Jerry Springer. <laughs> there just wasn't hours. a lot of uh, supervision in that way. You know what <laughs> I mean? But sometimes I'd have to cool out and like read uh, like a like a dictionary. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like a teen people. Just like I gotta level out. No, I read think- a seventeen magazine. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Except it was more like, uh, you know, geography books. and <laughs> like just it's like, huh, geography. It's like I had to read an atlas to really mellow oh, out from yeah. that. And then you got to strike a middle. Yeah. It's but uh, it's funny because I used to watch a lot of game shows when I was oh, like, sure. as, a, as a kid. Like G- GSN, Game Show Network. And I was talking to someone recently and I was like spitting out all these old school game shows. I was like, oh, like match game card sharks like this that and the other thing and these people had no idea what i was talking about and I was how like, about lingo 
Lingo. Lingo oh, was great. That was the one. With oh, the chick, with the shit. That, yeah, that yeah. was great. And then if you pulled out the red ball, it was like, ah, skip <laughs> your turn. It was crazy. I loved Match Game because it was literally Match Game and like old school family feud where it's just like people in the 70s getting totally sauced on television and smoking and like lightly making out at times. It's really interesting stuff. And exactly. Similar to you, Karina. Way too young and just like, huh, no. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Well, anyway, we were getting drastically off track. Drastically. Spike Lee. David Byrne, mm -hmm. it's going to be great, everybody. It's We're looking forward to it. And Karina, this week we bring back the weekly shout-out. Bringing it back. So we have a wonderful weekly shout-out by a wonderful band by the name of Fruition. They just stopped by here at Relic's headquarters for a little bit of a video session. Then they traversed over to the wonderful coffee shop across the street with myself, and we did an interview for like a half hour. And then they were so, so kind to take even more of their time and do a little weekly shout out. Roll the tape. Hey, this is Fruition, and you're listening to the Three from the Seven podcast with Raf and Karina. And blurbity blurb blurb, we're gonna do a little blurb for y'all. <laughs> we're playing tonight at the uh, Brooklyn Bowl, so come out and bring all your blurbity blurbs and <laughs> blurb along with us. Blurbin' A. <laughs> Thank you to fruition. Wonderful. Karina, I name dropped you because I was like, oh, we're, you know, my podcast with Karina, this and that. And I was like, do you know Karina? And they said, no, her. she opened for us at the Brooklyn Bowl once. It's true. I was like, that's fucking rad. It's true. Fruition's a great band. Any any thoughts, Karina? Love them. Come on. Speak truth to power. What's not to like? I'm glad that they came through. I'm sorry I missed them. I'm glad that you interviewed them in a coffee shop. And we had a great gig about two years ago at the Bowl, whenever that was. And it was great times. Fantasmagorical. They have two, they came out with two records in two months uh whoa i know can you imagine no <laughs> that's prolific look at that prolific as fuck check them out they're on spotify all that good stuff and they as they mentioned in their weekly shout out are at the brooklyn bowl tonight so if you're listening on wednesday head on out to the brooklyn bowl i will be there so come and fluff my ego and say hi uh is, karina i think we come to the end of our road anything else you want to plug colorado or any of that good stuff just life colorado. advice for our listeners hey everybody just take it one day at a time all right don't get bogged down by some weird shit, you know? You just gotta focus on today, and then maybe tomorrow. And then after that, you know, you just uh, you figure it out. It's gonna be great. There you go. Genuinely good advice. There you <laughs> go. Uh, uh, this has been great, Raph. Thank you so much. Of course. I gotta tell the people to not forget to sign up for the Relics Daily 7 at relics.com slash daily. And Karina, they gotta subscribe to Relics Magazine. It's the greatest magazine in the goddamn world. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Go to relics.com slash subscribe. Uh, follow us on Instagram now at 3 from the 7. That's the number 3, the number 7. Uh, and three from the seven is brought to you by Relics Media Group. Shout out to our engineer, Mr. Will Schwerd. Will Schwerd. Hashtag Schwerd up. Karina, hit me with a little applause here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we love Jesus that guy. Jesus Christ, we love that man. Uh, email us at raffandkarina at gmail.com. Tune in next week, next Wednesday. Karina will be here. I will be here. You will be here. Let's have a wonderful week, everybody. Bye-bye.